Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Sports Today is going down right here. Merry Christmas, everybody. Welcome to FST. I'm doing a Monday show. Yeah, buddy. My man, Jay Martinez. Kids are on vacation. Yeah, they are. I'm not. They are. Seriously, Merry Christmas. Uh, hopefully, this song is not only getting you in the Christmas season, but allowing you to raise one finger in the air, preferably not the middle one at us, but uh, one finger in the air as champion of your fantasy leagues. I cannot claim any titles this year, sadly. Uh, last weekend was a uh, a Christmas massacre for me. But, uh, Dane Martinez, how did you fare? I did not listen to the beginning of the last yeah. hour. How did you fare in your championships? Yeah, so I was in two this weekend. I have one locked up already. So Atta I would definitely boy. win one of my leagues and win my cash. I am up on my opponent by 40, and he is done. And I have uh, Brandon McManus tonight. But I might put up... Uh, blew it. I got 199 with a kicker to go. I had a huge game uh, in one of my Super Bowls, so that was that was exciting. Who and in were my the guys? Other... Who were the guys that carried you sure. to victory? This is a uh, super flex league. Okay, okay. so uh, I got 27 out of I got 27 out of Patty Mahomes, 27 out of Big Ben, 35 out of Zach Ertz. There you uh, go. I picked up and started Jamal Williams. <laughs> People are getting ticked with Zach Ertz for putting up an 8.8 yeah. 8 and a 5.2. Sure. Sure. 35, my friend. That's Most right. Most receptions in a single season <laughs> That's by a right. tight end in NFL history. We t- I was setting those up yesterday, a bunch of milestones, yep. and a couple of teams just went after it. The Eagles, the Panthers got individual accolades for their guys. Absolutely. But the Eagles did it in the course of a huge win as well. So Absolutely. So, like I said, two quarterback league, right? So, Patty Mahomes and Big Ben combined for 50 for me. Zach yeah. Ertz gets me 35. Jamal Williams gets me 27. Mike Evans had a nice game and a touchdown. Uh, Diggs scores a touchdown for me. D-Hop was my third wideout, so those are my guys. Um, oh. The Tennessee defense. You got your all boys, kinds of touchdowns. Your boys, the Tennessee defense, got me a pick six on the last play of the yeah, game, blew it, yeah, as well. And uh, my other running back was, uh, you know, my guy, the stereotype, Sony Michelle, who had a good game as well. You In just my, ripped uh, off guys that combined. I yeah. think that's like seven I had 13 touchdowns. touchdowns. Just, I scored yeah. 13 touchdowns. Yeah. Um, uh, in this one team. So I already do will have one championship. And my other one, um, I am feeling pretty good as well. Blew uh, it. My opponent is done. I am currently down by two points. And I have the Denver defense tonight. That a boy. So um, I don't know where the race is for the GST point title, but Ooh. I put up a nice score yesterday. Um, outscored even our very own Scott Engel, who's going to be the champ in that league, but uh, only by about four or five points. So um, I was just bummed because I, I, I put in a couple of leagues where I got eliminated in the semis, I put up 
uh, huge numbers in this final week, which could have brought me a championship. I'm in one league where I'm going to win the consolation prize and get my money back, but uh, I would have beaten both teams in the championship game. Just one of those bad breaks that I saw last week. If Juju, if Ben to Juju against the Patriots was complete in those last couple of minutes, that's mm-hmm. it. That's the one play I'm going to think about. I would have had uh, a championship in that league. But nonetheless, uh, we are going to try and break down some of these games, give you as much as you can. Let me uh, give you a quick, some quick highlights, and we can take this to uh, a number of different angles. So sure. uh, I'm going to start from the top. That would be nice if I had that set up. There you go. So the Saints obviously beat the Steelers 31-28 to yesterday and clinched home field advantage throughout the NFC playoffs. With the Steelers' loss, the Houston Texans clinched a playoff berth. So even if the Texans drop their game and the Colts are tight, I guess it would be the Colts that could break the tie with them to win the division. Yeah. Um, the Texans will still be in by, via the uh, wild card. So uh, that's a done deal. Um, the Patriots clinched the AFC East title for the 10th consecutive season. Surprise, Come on, surprise. Jets. Come on, surprise, Dolphins. Surprise. Just help us out. Yeah. Tired of saying this. Anyway, um, 10 consecutive seasons for in the postseason for them. The last time they missed it was the year Brady got hurt. They went 11-5 and five that season, for the record. Uh, yeah. they, sur- they surpassed Dallas, who had nine consecutive playoff um, appearances from 1975 to 83, as did Indianapolis from 2002 to 2010. It's the most consecutive seasons in NFL history with a playoff berth. So their 10th win of the season, New England, has now done it 16 seasons in a row from 2003 to 2018. That ties. Can you guess who that tied, Dane, for the most consecutive seasons with at least 10 victories? Um, Did that tie the Steelers of the 70s? It's not a bad guess, but it's actually the Niners from mm. 1983 to 1998. Sense. So that is... Joe Montana through yeah, Steve Young, Steve Young. Uh, all the way through. So uh, A little Sonny was... Bono in there, too, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe some Steve Bono action. Absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> But that's a nice both, run, absolutely, for the New yes, England Patriots. Both Brady and Rivers this weekend uh, became uh, added, uh, joined Peyton Manning and Drew Brees as the only quarterbacks in NFL history with 10 seasons of at least 4,000 passing yards. I hear those uh, are the so top five quarterbacks of the era, not Big Ben, by the way, according to uh... – you know, some Steelers, uh, some Saints linemen. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not going to get into it with, like, <laughs> Cameron Jordan. I mean, you just he, happen to name the exact four guys that, that Cameron Jordan was talking about ahead of him. That's all. Yeah, like, <laughs> honestly, and if somebody said, yeah, like, there was this whole debate of, like, well, is it this era or that era? Right. And, like, honestly, if somebody told me that Ben is fifth behind those four guys, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to argue sounds about right. so much. Right. I'd have him in front of Phil Rivers. In fact, I'm on the show with Marshall Falk yesterday. He has Eli in front of Ben, too, because huh. he thinks Eli has done more with less. And sure. when you look at the skill players that Roethlisberger has played with, they've been impressive. Eli hasn't. Eli worked it with Mario Manningham and David right. Tyree. He had Plaxico Burris, who isn't going to the Hall of Fame, but was a very talented wide receiver. In Tiki was right. a Pro Bowler as well for some of those. Yeah, but he didn't win. Like Tiki was gone when they after, when they started winning. Remember oh, okay. that whole fallout? So oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, Ben has had Antonio all pros. Brown, Le'Veon yeah. Bell. He's got Juju right now. He played with Mike Wallace at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Manny Sanders <laughs> was there. At a, that's right. That's right. So. 
anyway, that's that that was Marshall Falk's thought process. I, I gotcha. don't entirely agree. I, I would have been probably right behind Brady, Manning, and Breeze of this era. But then you bring Rogers. Aaron Rodgers, and then yeah. he's probably fifth. But that's I don't five know. right there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I can't. It's it's not dissimilar to the discussion we had last week, where I said, "Don't worry about awards and award voting." Like, just it it doesn't. It's not going to bug me that much. We spend a lot of time doing rankings here, trying to get sure. fantasy football wins. So I get it. I'm happy to have the debate, but I can't get into it if Cam Jordan is adamant that Eli is better than Ben. I I would just compare resumes. I think they're both going to the Hall of Fame. That's my opinion. So yep. you want to split hairs? It's fine with me. Um, I I'm just probably not going to do it with you, right? Noted. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Cowboys. Let's get into a couple of games. We'll start with sure. the Cowboys since they clinched the NFC East division title for the second time in the past three seasons. It is also the 14th season in a row that the NFC East title has rotated, Dane. Pretty amazing. Uh, I it guess is. you can call it organizational parity, right? I guess so, or just the fact that it's hard. <laughs> you yeah. know, it's it's Hell hard to is. repeat. You know, I always make the it's point. It's ironic. About- we just talked about the Pats doing it 10 times <laughs> right. in a row, and nobody can do it well, twice in a row. Well, the Pats are like the San Antonio Spurs, for God's sakes. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but here's the thing. It, it's hard, and I always make the point. I don't know how big of a deal it is, but, you know, all of a sudden when you poke your head up, then you get a first-place schedule, and it's a lot tougher the next time around, you know, and um, all the injuries. Remember, this, this Philadelphia Eagle team, you know, had a lot of injuries. They lost their starting running back. They lost their starting quarterback this year. So um, it was a surprise. I certainly did not have the Cowboys. I had them not in the playoffs. But they have found something in – I think they have found something in these young, fast, bad intention linebackers. This defense has really performed, and they found something in Amari Cooper, which opened it all up. So kudos to them. I just don't know if they're going to be a team that can go on the road uh, to a place like Los Angeles or a place like New Orleans and get a W, although – Listen, Dak Prescott is now starting to play a little bit more like his rookie year, caring for the ball a little bit better, and keep feeding the monster that is Ezekiel Elliott. He didn't get in the end zone, but still enough to win that game. Yeah, and uh, last time they hosted a playoff game, I actually attended. It's when Aaron Rodgers had had come to town like Martin Luther King weekend two years ago where they had that situation where Mason Crosby hit the two 50-yard bombs in the last couple of minutes of the game. It was a really exciting game. It was a fun game to be at. It was the only time I'd ever been uh, to a game. Was that like the Jared Cook catch on the sideline? That's right. That's correct. So, um, you know. A little botching of the clock at the end there right. by the Cowboys and a near fumble by Aaron Rodgers. But uh, that was a crazy comeback because with 40 seconds left, he drove them down the field and got the field goal. So, um, But I would say in general, yeah, they're playing a good brand of winning football. Dak Prescott, 20 of 25, uh, fairly conservative. But Zeke Elliott, 18 carries, 85 yards. He has the most catches on the team and the most targets as well with six targets, five catches, 24 yards. Yes, no end zone, but I can't I can't complain about guy catching five passes and putting up 109 total yards, Dane. No, absolutely, and here's the thing. To be quite honest, you look at the rest of this box score. We say it all the time, Mike. What's good for the real team is not necessarily great for fantasy, right? And I think something that's real good for the actual Dallas Cowboys is when we see Michael Gallup with over 53 yards, Beasley with over 50 yards, Amari Cooper with four catches. The fact that they're able to spread it around a little bit because of what Amari Cooper does, because of what Ezekiel Elliott does, that makes this a little bit more to defend, a little bit harder to defend 
for opponents. And I think that that's, like you said, a good brand of football. It won't help for fantasy purposes. If you're going to be playing like, you know, one of those playoff fantasy pools, then you got to take Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott as your cowboy. But I think it's good for the Cowboys to have Beasley, Gallup, and Cooper in the mix. Yeah, uh, so kudos to the Cowboys for taking down that division. A 3-5 and five team there now at 9-6, and six, so obviously they've been on a heck of a run, uh, including beating the Saints and other, some other good teams yeah. along the way. Zeke Elliott finishes. Look, he finished uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 uh, out of running backs yesterday. It's in PPR scoring. But one of those guys, zero of you played. Nobody played Jaquiz Rogers yesterday, so uh, Zeke Elliott ends up okay. You know, you'd like the touchdown, but I'm not going to complain about guys ripping off games like that and people complaining because he didn't get into the end zone. So, um, so good stuff there. Uh, Elliott uh, is the fifth player, and I'm going to actually set this up before the break because I'm not going to make you do it right now. It's a difficult oh, trivia boy. question. Trivia? So I want to give you time. Oh, boy. To think about it, I'll, I I'll promise see, I won't Google it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Remind me of it right before the break, and I'll do okay. it. So uh, there's a couple that we could do. So uh, how about just uh, let's move it around? We talked a little bit about Saints Steelers in the previous hour, but yep. why don't we actually why don't we go back to that one because there was such a huge output from Antonio Brown. Uh, for those of you that are like, hey, what's up with AB? Five catches for 35 yards, and then against I'll take England. 40 in the championship. Boom, 14, <laughs> 185, two scores, and he was telling people about it. He sure uh, was. Look, he sure I, was. I would love, I would love the Steelers to have won that game. Uh, don't get me wrong, but at the end of the day, you and I are fantasy guys, and I think we, as much as we like our teams. Um, I'm a little bit more impartial than I used to be, but I just right. thought it was a lot of fun. That was a fun game to watch. It's a bummer that Juju fumbled at the end, but man, that was some that was some vintage AB. Just telling people about it. Ben was on fire yesterday too. Yeah, I mean, really I don't was. know. We we can talk about like top five of this era or whatever. Ben was on fire yesterday, and uh, I heard Scott say. You know, Breeze didn't have a classic game. I think he finished, like, top 15 or whatever. He just didn't get the scores, but he completed right. 70% of his passes yeah. at 326 326 yeah. yards. So, but Ben, 33 of 50, and, and they are hanging it on his shoulders. They, they're they right. just, when Le'Veon Bell or and or James, James Conner yeah. aren't around, they don't run as much. Uh, they've been passing at a very uh high clip 50 throws yesterday only 18 rushes uh but 380 three touchdowns and the the touchdown passes to antonio were something when he split the double team and and they did a great job on the telecast talking about how you know what's in vogue these days yeah romo's incredible Um, it's so in vogue when he's like oh this is the bracket coverage and that's good for the in and out breaking routes but then you just go you know you split them and ben had a great throw i mean tony romo is also like literally at the snap being like count the box okay there's five we're gonna run and he's like telestrating live being like they're gonna run a little in crossing route right here and then boom sure enough listen i exactly I love right. what Romo's doing. He really you is. You can it's understand really good why stuff. Nance likes working with him so yeah. much because he's literally telestrating the play saying it's going to have to be somebody else right. other than Brown. Right. And, and talk about James Washington getting singled and then, up. And sure enough, they yep. go down the middle to Vance McDonald. They get the penalty first down. Um, and I just thought that was, you know, uh, just brilliant announcing by him yesterday. And I know people are probably listening to be like, oh, I'm tired of hearing how good Romo is. Well, he's really good. 
Now he his, is. His old teammate, Jason Witten, is struggling a little bit in his right. first season. <laughs> I'm happy to give him more time, and I'm not bashing Jason Witten. It's just there was some expectation that maybe he'd be just as good as Tony Romo to start, and it's, it's not an easy job. So, by the way, Juju, <laughs> with the fumble, yep, he caught 11 passes for 115 yards. Oh, he, yeah. You know, they he had a great game. So, um, on the And can I ask side, also my, about this with the fumble? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it is so in vogue now. I think I saw it like four times yesterday where guys are like landing on the defender Edelman and continuing the play. Off, right. right. Edelman scored a touchdown. But like, we didn't see this in the NFL five years ago, Blewett. You know, like, this is something you yeah. see multiple times on a Sunday now. You know, uh, uh, there's been a few like that. I think I, there was a, a touchdown also. Um, the guy was like on the defender and still stretched forward uh, in the game. But like, wh- are we? Why are we seeing this more these days? I don't know. I think it's probably a little bit of an, an anomaly. If you okay. wanted to make a conspiracy theory link, you could maybe say it's because guys don't get lit up anymore. There's a lot maybe. more grabbing and bringing to the ground as opposed mm. to. I'm going to give this guy a headshot and knock right. him out because, I mean, that did happen when I was growing up all the time. Yeah. Guys, Ronnie Lott, guys Steve just, Atwater. Yeah, like that was a great play if you could knock the receiver out cold. And it just bubbles. doesn't happen yeah. anymore. So okay. um, I buy in that, that sense. Trivia uh, so, question. Yeah, well, let me do the mic. I just, just highlight Got Mike it. Thomas, My 11 bad. for 109, one touchdown on 13 targets. He catches 11 passes. He's a beast. Alvin yeah. Kamara helps you out, uh, four for 82, seven for 23, but two rushing touchdowns. So a monster game for Kamara. All right, here is the trivia question I'm going to set you up with. Okay, um, okay here it is. Elliot has 4,000, Zeke Elliott has 4,000 rushing yards and 1,199 receiving yards in his three-year NFL career. Okay. He's the fifth player in NFL history with at least 4,000 rushing yards and 1,000 receiving yards in his first three NFL seasons. One, two, three, four other guys have done it. So four I'm going to let you guess. I can 4,000 rushing yards, 1,000 receiving yards. In three seasons? In the top three seasons, yes. Okay. And he also... Yeah, there's another one. I'll do the other one later. So I'm going to let you sit with that. You can answer that. And you can join us in the trivia Christmas revelry. It's Mike Balloon and Dave Martinez on FST, the Christmas Eve edition. Ho, ho, ho. I hope you won. We'll be right back. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 world number one me personally I keep my game face on me all the time especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range or even leaving the course what's your story go to gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs yes a mini holiday to you and yours Ebenezer Scrooge here. No, I'm not here to tell you about the importance of the holiday season. I assure you, 
I'm here to tell you that during this festive time of the year, you cannot end up like my fantasy teams, quite dead, as Jacob Marley. But there is a chance at hope for you. Go to your nearest mobile telephone app store and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app for free. You get the help of many fantasy analysts with as much wisdom as the fantasy spirits of past, present, and yet to come. Download the app, listen to their words, and win fantasy matches so you can decrease your fantasy league surplus population. If you want the merry feelings of the holiday season all year, then you must download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Otherwise, be forced to wear the fantasy chains of fadia that you forged in life. Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. Ah, the Murphys. Lived in Boston for eight years. These guys are legends. They even do a little rendition of for boston if you guys want me to sing it one day but uh merry christmas from the dropkick murphys and all of us here at the fantasy sports radio De- network uh dane martinez and mike blewett dane on twitter at spit and speeds s-p-e-e-d-z i'm on twitter at mike blewett uh so uh if you want to be the next daily fantasy legend try dailyroto.com for free this holiday season that's right free advice from fantasy pros free NBA DFS projections, and free optimizer access, as well as free everything else you need to dominate DFS basketball this holiday season. So stuff your stockings with cold, hard cash and get free access to Daily Roto with the promo code DRHOLIDAYS with an S to access your free trial. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code DRHOLIDAYS. I'm just telling you, talk about Daily Roto for months and months. It's free right now. Yeah. Just go in there. DRHOLIDAYS. Free. You're like, ah, I don't really play DFS basketball. Okay. Don't matter. Go to Daily Roto. Those guys know more about DFS basketball than anybody on the planet. So uh, You can even I, use it I, as a Christmas gift if need be. Yeah, do it. Else. Yeah, do it. Yeah, that's right. That's a great cross-promotion there, Dane. You if you want to upgrade to a free total access for the whole year round, give it to somebody that likes to play uh, DFS. So they just get 10% of whatever you win on DFS. That's all. Oh, well, if you're going to negotiate, that's different. Okay. So, uh, all right. So, yeah, you don't want to come away empty handed. All right. So, uh, Zeke Elliott, 4,048 rushing yards, 1,199 receiving yards in his three year NFL career. Hey, I, Dane, I thought Zeke Elliott couldn't catch passes. Apparently uh, he can. Yeah. If he's the fifth player in NFL history to go 4,000 rushing yards and 1,000 receiving yards in his first three NFL seasons. So, there are four other guys. That have done this, obviously, since he's the fifth. Who are the four? There's four. All right. Um, Eric Dickerson. No, but he's really? on another. He's on a Damn. different. In, he's on a different interesting list. I may do Damn. a second Zeke Elliott trivia question. Well, I'll remember uh, Eric Dickerson for that okay. one. Um, yeah. Okay. Damn, I really thought I was gonna come out of the gate. He's the, Eric Dickerson um, is, is Zeke Elliott. Also, well, I'll 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 drop his other stat after you. Okay. I'm guessing. All right. Um. Marshall Falk. No. Hmm. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm not in good shape here. LaDainian Tomlinson. There you go. Okay. Just one. Yep. Okay. I got one. Um, Orenthal James Simpson. <laughs> no, that's a pretty Damn. good guess, but I don't, I don't think he would have the receiving yards probably. Yeah, I guess it was a different era back then. Yeah. Uh, I'm struggling here, Blewett. I'm struggling. Who's the greatest running back you've ever seen in your life? Barry Sanders. There you go. That's good. Two. 
There we go. All right. I got Barry. Another one. He had a nickname ending with 2K. Oh, David Johnson. CJ2K. Chris Johnson. Excuse me. Chris Johnson. I'm not doing Um, as good on this because he had the 2,000-yard year in his first three. Yep. That makes sense. He did. All right. So Barry Sanders, LaDainian Tomlinson, Chris Johnson. And the Um, last one is an old-school giant, former Super Bowl MVP. Uh, Rodney Hampton? O.J. Anderson. O.J. Anderson. Okay. Otis Anderson. Otis Anderson. Yeah, here, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, gotcha. So, All right. Uh, so, yeah. Pretty I only got one. I only got one pretty there. Pretty interesting. The, the other stat the I'll just drop on Zeke is that he had uh, 19, 19, 1,994 scrimmage yards in 2016. He currently leads the NFL with 2,001 scrimmage yards yeah. this season. He joined Pro Football Hall's, uh, Hall of Famers. Eric Dickerson, LaDainian Thompson, and Edge James as mm. the only players in league annals with at least 1,900 scrimmage yards in two of their first three career seasons. So uh, Baker Mayfield doing all kinds of good stuff, 24 touchdown passes He's as dangerous. a rookie, the number one QB. He's gunning for Peyton Manning's record of the number one overall pick uh, with 26 touchdowns. So let me transition that he got three, over, yeah. to a, over to a game yesterday. Let's take a look. Uh, at Baker's stats. So, uh, you know, just to run down the quarterbacks, Aaron Rodgers, for anybody who was complaining about Aaron Rodgers, the Mike McCarthy <laughs> thing helped you guys a lot here uh, today, uh, yesterday. 442, two scores. He ran for two yesterday. I think there's a stat in here about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, he's the only player in NFL history with at least 400 passing yards, two p- passing touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. However... It's not the only time he's ever done it. He's just the only guy to do it. He also did this on October 2nd, 2011 against Denver when he had 408, four touchdowns, and two rushing touchdowns. Jeez, what kind of fantasy day was that? Yeah, really. In October, 400 yards, so you're looking at 16 there. That's 16 already. Uh, four touchdown passes. You want to give him six touch, six points per sure. touchdown? So right. 16 plus 24, six, he's, 24 already at, he's already 40. at 40. So a couple rushing touchdowns. 52. So that's 52. Plus whatever yards got those. That's right. Right. Yards. So call wow. it 55, maybe. Damn. Maybe that's he caught day. one, too. Maybe he caught one but that day, too. But I don't want to throw cold water on yesterday because that was a 42.9-point effort. Sure um, we'll, get, we'll, we'll get into a couple of these games in a moment. But just to rattle off the, the top quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson coming up big for fantasy owners yesterday. Yep. In fact, in one of the leagues I'm in, that guy had Deshaun Watson, and it was a huge help to him, and he's going to win the league because of it. Nick Foles, what's Big up? Game. Nick Foles popular in DFS yesterday. Well, he delivered 471 and four scores. You um, see the Patriots tweet? Uh, the Patriots yes. tweeted out, you know, see we never Nick. thought we'd say it in, in 2018, but thanks, Nick <laughs> Foles, because he got, in essence, yeah. got the Pats back to the bye. That's right. Um, by beating the Texans. Yesterday, yeah. the Eagles kept themselves in the playoff mix and vaulted the Patriots into the number two seed right now. And you, you got to figure they're in good shape against the Jets next gotta week. Uh, um, but you know, and they're still battling. I know t- t- they they know now they're playing. Oh, he's that dead. Todd Bowles is but gone. Yeah. Um, but they're playing so, for him. You know, they got into it. And in fact, it's funny because Marshall Falk, who I host with on Sundays, he he really does provide extremely interesting perspective on those things at times and he said that they're not going to lay down he's like there's teams out there that they're that are going to lay down like uh detroit right and a couple of other places he's like u-hauls are packed they're packed in tampa 
They're packed. And Tampa battled yesterday. They're packed in Detroit. Uh, by the way, Dane, uh, yes. well, let me say this first. So Nick Foles, 471 and four touchdowns. I went 4-0 and in my over-under. Oh, you did? All right. Titans are over. The Bucks lost yesterday, so they clinch sure under 6.5 because they are now 5-10. and ten. Sure did. Uh, I have not won the competition, though. Okay. Uh, because if the Bengals were to beat the Steelers and the Bills were to lose, uh, one of my opponents would also be 4-0. and And then it's going to be down to the tie breaks. So okay. that Colts- I may hit on all game, mine. I still because I got Miami under seven and a half, so them losing is still helpful for me. Ah, that is helpful. I can still I can still seven sneak it out. I got them at you? seven and a half. I got Tampa at seven and a half. Miami at seven and a half. It's funny. And the Raiders at eight yeah. and a half, I believe. Yeah, it's funny. What was the other one? Raiders, Miami, and who else? Tampa. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, you and I are on the same page there. It's yep. funny because the Miami narrative that we've talked about a lot on this network is how uh, the sharps way yep. back in July, jumped on Miami because of the way that the schedule the played out. Yeah, yep. exactly right. Um, but they do have to play one of their cold-weather games next week. It's in mm-hmm. Buffalo. So, uh, all right, so keep going down. Uh, you got Foles. Roethlisberger was the number four QB. Amazing, right? 380 and three. Oh, He's yeah. the fourth quarterback. Uh, Russ Wilson, 271 and three. He added 57 rushing yards. Pat Mahomes, 273 and three. Sam Darnold, what's up, buddy? 341. Three touchdowns. Sure, um, sure. I'm just trying to look at something. Okay, yeah. These other guys are bolstered by the rushing yards. Pat Mahomes at 33 rushing yards. Baker, 284 and three. Kirk Cousins, 253 and three. Andrew Luck, 357 and two. He threw a pick. Um, Eli, 309 and a touchdown. So it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. And Matt Ryan comes in at 12th, 239 and three. Matty Ice, sort of like these last three weeks. <laughs> yeah, because Julio's have, getting in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Cal Ridley had a, a great game Sanu yesterday as well, too. Yeah. But but a nice close to the season for Matt Ryan. I, you know, he didn't have the Aaron Rodgers game, but he had twenty and a half against Green Bay, twenty five last week against Arizona, and throws up a twenty uh, yesterday. So take decent close to the season for Matt Ryan, where you have guys like Jared Goff that, from a fantasy standpoint. Uh, completely tanked since their bye week. They, he threw up 35 on Kansas City and then 8.1, negative uh, .3 because of the four-pick effort against the Bears, right. uh, 10.7 against Philly, and then 17.2 yesterday outside of the top 12. So uh, let's focus on one of those games, and the one that I think was interesting and that I got a chance to watch a bunch of was Philly and Houston. So... You know, that game is 16-3 to at halftime. Philly pulls in front, and 16-13, to I should say, at halftime. Philly pulls in front, but then the Texans, with an absolutely furious comeback right. uh, to try to win that game, and they fell just short. Big field goal to win it by um, Jake Elliott. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they fell just short. I mean, they did, in fact, take the lead, you know, 30 to 29 with only a couple of minutes left, you know, by the two minute warning. And Deshaun Watson, you know, without Demarius Thomas, you know, pulling pulling uh, big plays uh, out of nowhere. You know, DeAndre Hopkins delivers for you nine for 104, doesn't get into the end zone, um, you know. Dante Foreman active for the first time. He gets into the end zone. You know, what I want to say, though, is on the other side of this thing, you know, the Nick Foles thing is real. You know, this team looks a little different. Now, are they better than with Carson Wentz? I'm not going to go there. By the way, Dane, that 471 is a franchise record. 
Yeah. Philadelphia. I mean, four touchdowns, 471. I mean, they, they're capturing the magic. And I like, to be quite honest, that they're spreading the ball around. Okay, you know, Aguilar gets involved. Ertz with the 12 catches. People all thought it was going to be he only had eyes for Alshon Jeffrey. But Alshon only gets three catches. My guy, I told you for the last couple of weeks about da- Darren Sproles being a sneaky play. And yeah. he helps you out, you know, with double-digit stuff. Dallas Goddard getting involved. So I think um, Nick Foles is spreading it around. And I would not be surprised. Surprised, you know, we said it a little bit last hour. The Vikings have a tough matchup against Chicago, who still has something to play for. I would not be surprised if these Philadelphia Eagles sneak on in at nine and seven with a win next week. That wouldn't surprise me either, because uh, you know, I don't, I don't like Minnesota's chances against right. uh, Chicago. I just don't. Um, so Foles with the record. Uh, speaking of records, he targeted Zach Ertz 16 times. He caught yeah. the 12 passes and set a franchise record for catches with 113. And obviously, he's going to keep going there. He also set the record end, yeah. by a tight end in NFL history in a single season. He surpassed Jason Witten, uh, who had 110 in 2012. And obviously, he'll keep adding to that record as well. So, And yet, people uh, last week were like, should I sit Zach Ertz in my championship? No. You just don't sit these guys. Like, no, you don't sit your studs. Uh, some, somebody called us yesterday and said, I'm worried about T.Y. Hilton. Should I bench him for? And I stopped in mid-sentence. I was, I was like, like no. if you bench T.Y. Hilton, you are crazy. Right. And it's like, if he is active, you are starting him. I understand there was yeah, a question just about has that, that. But if he's active, you start him. Yeah, you just have, and he because he was a couple of weeks prior, he was – Doubtful, right? Or you know, he was questionable, and he did nine for one ninety nine against the Texans, which we said he destroys the Texans over yeah. the course of his career. Yesterday, he put it on the Giants seven for one thirty eight. So, uh, kudos to him. But yeah, you, you just can't, you just can't get cute. The girly thing was different because right. we were hearing like oh, maybe, maybe not, and, and it was the four o'clock window and stuff. Yes, but. that that's what made it difficult. Um, so it does stink for girly owners. Hopefully you had it backed up in a different way. Scott played an opponent yesterday. Scott Engel played an opponent yesterday that had girly locked in because he the reason that the guy ended up taking the zero is because he dedicated himself to a two tight end setup. He had Gronk and Ebron. <laughs> yeah, he had Gronk. And Gronk and even Gronk put up a zero. Ebron left with a concussion. Yeah. Rough. So so uh, it just went south for that guy. But he had Gurley in a running back slot. The reality mm-hmm. is I wouldn't have done what he would have done. I probably honestly would have played Gronk and taken that zero, not knowing that he was going right. to get a zero. And then flex Gurley. I would have had Gurley in the flex just so I could have backed him up. I would have right. started James White. That guy had James White. He had mm-hmm. other running backs. But to risk taking a zero there is ain't worth it in the championship games. It's just not. And then hope so, you had an option. Out of the it's other not worth it in any week, night games, by the way. Yeah. Never want to take a zero. We always say we t- say this all the time, but even in experienced leagues, like you got to make sure that you what are happens? set up to right. put your late players in the flex, even if it's a foregone conclusion of who you're going to start week in, week out. Just put the later games in the flex. Just get used to doing it. Yep. As a habit, if nothing else, you say, "Oh, that guy's playing on Monday night," or "That guy's playing." the Sunday night game or he's in the 425 slot. I need to make sure that he's in the flex just in case something happens. The bus gets into an accident. You don't want to uh, paint yourself into a corner. Right. You know, like it's just lightning uh, delay. It's not being played until the next day. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, Like who knows? Right. (laughs) Who knows? Exactly. Like specifically we are preparing 
against the unknown. So, all right, how about some other fun stats? Uh, Adam Thielen, he had five for 80 yesterday. Yeah, since he was an uh, he's an undrafted free agent that Minnesota signed in 2013. He has 110 and 13.35 this year, Dane. Wow. He joins these two players as the only undrafted players in the common draft era with at least 100 receptions oh, and 1,300 receiving yards in a single season. These guys are both famously undrafted free agents mm. at wide receiver. One guy did it twice. Another guy did it three times. The one guy. Was Wes Welker undrafted? That is right. Yes. Dang. 2009, 2011, 2012. He did it three times. All right. I think I have another one. Well, the other guy was like the first guy that I remember people regularly talked about how good he was, and he was an undrafted free agent. Is it Victor Cruz? No. He never had big seasons like that. Rod Smith of the Broncos, 2000 to 2001. So uh, good stuff there. So Adam Thielen, uh, you know, big game there. Uh, The Vikes obviously – are, are pushing for the playoffs here, but they're coming up against the Bears, Dave, but in, and in, it's going to be a tough one. Yeah, but in true Christmas fashion, it was Kyle Rudolph, the red zone reindeer, Unbelievable. who popped off 9 for 122 the and Hail Mary. touchdowns. Oh, yeah. And uh, I want you to The defensive a- effort on the Hail yeah. Mary? Wow. <laughs> yep. Yep. I mean, can somebody get- jump? Can yeah. somebody jump? And you got to mark them. It's like, you take some cues from people like not understand how to box out. You know, Detroit, the Lions should look into the Pistons or Andre Drummond or something. They had their guy behind Kyle Rudolph. And the other thing, look at the replay of that. Stephon Diggs was ready for any kind of tip. He's not even facing the quarterback. He's, like, behind. Yeah. You know, he's, like, at the two-yard line just watching Rudolph, you yeah, know, ready to. Watch it down. Re- yeah. In essence, right, he's ready to play the rebound, which I That's thought right. was also awesome. Um, but, yeah, Kyle what's, Rudolph with a big funny. Day. Yeah, massive day for Kyle Rudolph. Uh, as you said, he ends up with yeah, nine for 122. He caught every target, by the way, nine for nine on the targets uh, with the two touchdowns. What's funny is, so I went after the show yesterday. I went down the street. There's a pub there called Jack Doyle's Pub. Sure are. It's not a sure joke. Is. Not a joke. It's sure not is. the Colts. It's not, it's not the Eric Colts Ebron. Guy doesn't own it. It's, Jack it's not Ebron's Pub. It's also <laughs> probably not Jack's actual pub. It's just the name of it. It's a Vikings bar. The play before the Hail Mary, Rudolph failed to get out of bounds. He kind of made a brain freeze, uh, and, like, they luckily got the timeout, but the right. whole crowd was yelling at him, like, what are you doing? Get down. <laughs> the Hail Mary on the next play, and they went absolutely bonkers. So <laughs> they went bananas. It was, uh, it was funny to be there. Uh, all right, so we'll come back uh, and do more games after this. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Were you scammed into signing a timeshare contract? And did you miss the part that said you have to pay for your great idea? Not only for the rest of your life, but when you're not here anymore, you get to pass this turkey onto your family for them to pay for the rest of their lives. Thanks, Dad. Don't burden your family down the road and don't be stuck with expensive timeshare payments forever. Get out of your bad idea, timeshare contract guaranteed, or pay nothing. Call Resort Release today and learn for free how their timeshare 
Timeshare Exit team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people, and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call N-O-W. 800-804-7060 That's 800-804-7060 The Morning After Not in a big Christmas uh, spirit this year, but I'm not anti-Christmas either Why are you in the Christmas spirit? I'm old, bitter, jaded You're not old, you're not bitter, you're not jaded Yeah, I'm all of the above Who are you in the holiday spirit? I'm not really big into the holiday spirit I would need a little bit of snow on the ground I need some eggnog Cats like me and Gabe, we spend most of our time post-show alone So it's hard to get in the Christmas spirit when you're by yourself Aw, you guys make me want to cry No, don't cry, We'll we'll be fine Weekdays, 9 a.m. Eastern on FNTSY Radio and on your popular podcast providers. We're back on FST. Thanks for joining us on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. On behalf of all of us, Jay Martinez, Mike Blue, and everybody here at the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, I want to wish you a very... Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. We're going to take a few days off here. We'll do some fun year and review shows um, for you folks, uh, taking a look back at the 2018 football season and hopefully what ended up being a championship season for you. Uh, and Dane uh, clocked at least one yesterday. He's looking good in the other one. Uh, for me, I, I made some money back yesterday, which is good. Uh, it looks like I'm going to win a consolation game unless Jared Cook goes off and Philip Lindsay does nothing. Um, but uh, beyond that, we'll see if I get any other consolation prizes or something uh, if it comes out in the wash. So I'll give you one trivia question here, Dane. This is a little bit of an easier one to think about. Okay. And then we'll break down some. I love how you uh, say it's the, an easy one. Now when I when I mess I it all easier, up, easier, easier okay. uh, okay. than the previous one. O.J. Anderson is not an easy yeah, answer to get previously. <laughs> so Rod Smith also not that easy. Uh, Juju Smith Schuster eleven for one fifteen in the Steelers' Week sixteen loss against New Orleans. Juju, who is 22 years old, mm. 22 years, excuse me, and 31 days old, has 106 catches this season. He surpassed this player, who had 22 years and 123 days, was previously the youngest player to reach 100 receptions in a single NFL season. He became the youngest guy to do it. Who was previously the youngest guy? He is an absolute lockdown Hall of Famer, the guy that he passed. Odell Beckham Jr. No. Mm. I don't think Odell is a lockdown Hall of Famer. Anymore. I know. But you kind of a... threw me with that. Because um, I was like, you know, you know I was uh, always great younger. And everything, but... Yeah, but, you know, so I feel like it has to be kind of um, recent. He's active. He's right. It has to be recent in this passing league um, who was really young and, like, popped off right away. That's why I thought Odell, but a lockdown <laughs> Hall of Famer. Um, and they are active? Yeah. Interesting. Damn. He's a veteran player say. now. He's End of his career. Now. Uh, is it Julio? No. Larry AJ Fitzgerald. That's a good oh, guess. Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitzgerald. It's a good guess, though. Both yeah. good guesses. Uh, Larry Fitzgerald was 22 years. See, I told you I wasn't going to get it up after you set me up all easy. It's a hard I thought Larry one. Fitzgerald, I thought Larry Fitzgerald, like, by the, when he was in his rookie year, you know, the NFL was not this crazy pass happy that it is now. You know, 12, 15, whatever it is years ago. So I was going for someone of a, 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 like, a little bit more of a recent vintage. What was he, rookie? 05, I, I yeah. want to say. 
that's so, that's I'm different sorry. than seventeen. It is different, you know, eighteen. But it's I definitely different from now. But right. um, you know, that team was good. They were, you know, they were throwing the ball around a, a decent amount. So this is uh, true. Anyway, uh, I wonder who the quarterback was then. Would that have Palmer? been Kurt Warner yet? Warner before Palmer, yeah. That's a good question. We can look that. That's probably up. Warner uh, and then Palmer. Who, who was Larry Fitzgerald's quarterback in his rookie season? So, uh, okay, Neil Lomax. I think we're I think we're missing I think we're in a gap there. I don't think it was Boomer Siason either. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly who it was. Uh but yeah, Warner was there by 08. Right. But he wasn't there in the rookie in 07? I want to say Larry Fitzgerald was a rookie in 05. That's that's my guess. So Warner could have been there because he was with the Giants in 04 when they handed it off to Eli. To Eli, right. Did he arrive there? Anyway, whatever. I, I'm just speculating now. So let's talk about the running back position. Sure. Uh, yesterday, man, what a strong close by Chris McCaffrey. Oh, Here's his boy. last five weeks. I was 46.7 <laughs> points against yeah. Seattle, 31.1 against Tampa, 28.1. This is ESPN's uh, PPR scoring. Mm-hmm. 26 points against New Orleans and 29.8 against yep. Atlanta. Uh, I was facing him. I was scared it. all – yes, I'm watching the red zone. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, throw it to Ian Thomas. All right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, do something else. You know, uh, and I was facing Zeke Elliott also. So when the Cowboys had that, like, fumble return for a touchdown or whatever, I was like, don't get stopped at the one, please. Don't get stopped at the one-yard line. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, great, great. Listen, McCaffrey to me, in PPR formats, like, could you make the argument – like, if I'm sitting two or three next year – if I want to grab Christian McCaffrey, like, I think that's valid. So with that performance yesterday, this is, again, ESPN scoring, he passed Todd Gurley as the number one running back in uh, fantasy football by uh, literally, I think it's going to be, let's see, that would have been like seven, seven-tenths uh, of a point. So they will score yep. three, both 372 points. I think he's going to get uh, three, seven, yeah. Just, I have 380 for McCaffrey. It depends on the scoring format. But yes. yeah, and he's not in the Pro Bowl, Blewett. He isn't? No. Who did they put in there? Gurley the NFC Kamara? running backs. Gur- no. Kamara also not in the Pro Bowl. <laughs> the NFC oh, Gur- running backs. Gurley and Zeke? Are Gurley, Zeke, and Saquon. All right. I, I, like, I can't get fired up with the Pro Bowl. It's, no, it's I know. Insane. I'm just saying. It's crazy that the number one it's running insane. back in fantasy I'm saying, is like, not. As much as I say, don't worry about it, I, right. get, it, I get ticked off. When I start hearing <laughs> stuff like this. Yeah, but, McCaffrey's I mean, the only thing I'll say there. is they also announced it a little bit early. So, McCaffrey well, stronger close. The other three aren't bad candidates. Sure. It's just the McCaffrey And Gurley might go to the Super Bowl. So, you know, one of them is going to get in. There's going to be injuries, all that good stuff. He'll be on the roster probably. You know, I think yeah. a better question is if we set the over-under on how many of the announced starters won't be there. I would set the over-under as something like 31 and a half. <laughs> yeah. It's, it'll be a lot for sure. You know, so. Uh, yeah. So, I keep going no. down. Jamal Jamal Williams uh, with yeah, a big buddy. game yesterday. He was popular for DFS. I actually used him in a league as well. I had shares of him. That GST league that you and I are in, I, yeah. I, I drafted Jamal Williams, held him all year, never <laughs> played him, and then boom. Uh, yesterday, okay. I played him. And I don't know where I am in the points uh, discussion there, but he helped me a little bit. Alvin Kamara comes in with 26.5 points. Damian Williams with 25. <laughs> Excuse me. That's all right. <laughs> 25 yeah. points. Oh, man. Big games out of uh, running backs yesterday. 
Yeah, Chris Carson uh, with a great game yesterday, 27-116, two touchdowns. Old school, no catches for Chris Carson. <laughs> Old school, Chris Carson. That's O.J. Anderson-style uh, football, except for the fact that O.J. Anderson had all those receiving yards. So, right. Eli McGuire, your boy. That's right. He came up big yesterday, 23 and a half sure points. Did. So sure it did. You know, he got a receiving and rushing touchdown. Is Eli Nothing. McGuire their guy next year? No, he is the change of pace guy. He is, the, he is the change of pace guy. I think this is bad. They do like People him. Like, they do, yes. But I don't think they realize he's not a 20-touch guy. You know, I think what it's bad for, it's bad for guys like Isaiah Crowell and Bilal Powell. Okay, because I think those Bilal are Powell. the, yeah. those he, are the uh, frivolous Bilal Powell pieces. is the dean of the Jets. He's been there longer than any other guy. That's, yeah. why, that's the only reason he sticks around. I think the Bilal Powell is going to break out in fantasy narrative or Bilal Powell's the best running back on the team. I'm done with that. I've yep. been done with that. And Elon McGuire's a, a good asset. They do like him. We talked – he was hurt all year, mm-hmm. but we talked about – they talked a lot about him during preseason and about yep. how he might be a good change of pace guy for them. Uh, does Isaiah Crowell come back and be the other guy? I don't know. Um, I could see them sticking with that same three-headed monster, but they need to improve the offensive line if they're going to run the ball more consistently. That's the that's the long and the short of it. And they need to protect Sam Darnold at the same time. Yeah. So the Colts, we saw a turnaround with a guy like Quentin Nelson. The Jets need somebody like that. Yeah. This is ideal Maybe for you, by the have, way. They keep losing. They sure they're do. They're playing well, but they keep losing. You know, and the funny part, I said this, and don't get me wrong. I like Sam Darnold. I still think he's the future. It's all good. But I did say when this that damn trade went down and they traded picks to the Colts, I was like, watch the Colts just wind up drafting offensive linemen with these guys and wind up turning their weakness into a strength and really sure. being good. Quentin Nelson, they drafted Darius Leonard with one of the picks they got from the Jets. Um, yeah. I believe So, like, you know, they usually they restock that cupboard. Although, yes, I'm happy to have Sam Darnold. Yeah, I, I mentioned earlier that no, none of you played Jaquiz Rogers. There's a select few that played C.J. Anderson. You were probably mm, yeah. the gir- the girly owner and did it out of desperation. You know, ultimately, I like on, on most of my teams, if I had picked up C.J. Anderson, it would have been just to play keep away. Yeah. I wouldn't have had the stones to play C.J. Anderson over a championship team running back set, right? Right, because you also would have think he'd be splitting with, uh, with Kelly, right? I, yeah, yeah. You know, no, so... We were hearing stories literally up until game time yesterday that C.J. Anderson is going to be the starter with Kelly backing him up. I, and that's the way it played out. 20 carries for 167. They also were up 31 to 9, so right. they didn't have to get cute about it. Goff didn't have any numbers yesterday. Robert Woods, though, exploded. Um, a guy, he's up there. If yeah. we do a year-in-review show together, I'm going to talk about Fantasy MVPs, and Robert Woods is there. We talked a lot about the value you could get from Robert mm-hmm. Woods, but, man, he he way outperformed that at a huge game yesterday. He was a top three wideout yesterday. The only guys that did better than him, ironically, another Jet in Robbie Anderson, and then A.B.'s big game. Yeah, I mean, listen, Robert Woods, and especially without Cooper Cup, no Tucker Lee, use him in end rounds and stuff like that. You know, sneaky play if you're in one of those, like, playoff fantasy pools to have your Ram not be Todd Gurley, be contrarian with Robert Woods. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Adams with another big game yesterday. A guy just, uh, you know, Mike Thomas, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Adam Thielen. Oh, yeah. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. These are all the guys that are tops for the year. DeAndre Hopkins. Those are the top six wide receivers on the year. And they all crushed it yesterday. So uh, thanks to everybody for listening this morning. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas, Yeah, Merry Christmas to Dane. Merry Christmas to all of you.